0: This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast.
1: Welcome back everyone to the AFK Anonymous podcast. This is a game for people who just like us are completely addicted to the AFK Arena game available on iOS and Google Play. I am one of your regular hosts, Chewburger84, and joining me as usual is Mr. Hebrew Hammer, now that he's back from his cruise. How are (laughs) you? I am doing pretty good, feeling refreshed and ready to go on AFK. Excellent. And of course, as from last week, mister Spider Guy SpiderGuy22. How's things, bud? Everything's good. Looking forward to talking about this patch. Absolutely. There's so much to unpack today, so we won't waste too much time. But a quick shameless plug first, of course, this is an <laughs> alternate reality podcast. If you'd like to hear more content or you'd like to see some of our video guides for AFK Arena, make sure you head on over to Alternate Reality's YouTube page. If you'd like to see some of the other programs that we make, we do have five different podcasts, some are game specific. Some are about uh, D&D. Some are just some general life podcasts where we touch every topic on the planet. Make sure you head on over to www.alternatereality.com So Spider, I'm going to throw to you, what did you get up to in the game this week?
0: Yeah, so this week I really focused on uh, my Greatborn and I finally got over the 161 hump. It's made me very, very excited. And now I'm focusing on Shamira and getting her over the 200 hump. So
1: nice. Uh, yeah. It's been a it's been a good week. Well, nice. I'd like to officially welcome you to the Dust Bottleneck. I'm sure you'll mm-hmm. enjoy it
0: here. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm already feeling
1: it, <laughs> but that's good because uh, there is potentially a solution uh, with an event coming out. True that. Absolutely. So, which uh, which campaign chapter and King's Tower event are you up to now? Yeah, so King's Tower, I made a big spike. Uh, I really don't
0: grind King's Tower too often, if I'm being honest. Um, So it was pretty easy. I got up to like 210, 211, somewhere around there. Um, And then with my Graveborn, uh, they're all legendary. It's a pretty solid lineup. And they got up to, I think, 60-something. Wow. Um, So, And that's that's pre, you know, not everything's up to 180 and all that stuff uh, quite Mm -hmm. yet. So um, I'm feeling pretty good about that. And then everything else is uh, for campaign. I'm um, at the end of chapter um, eighteen, I think. At the very end of it. That's why. I- no, I'm sorry. I'm at the end of chapter nineteen. So I'm almost put with the big boys. Um,
1: Fantastic. On those last few notes. Yeah. So, very nice. Yeah, yeah. that's been- awesome. And did you get much time to play while you're on the the big boat, uh, <laughs> Hebrew?
2: <laughs> um, Yeah, so I I was in and out because I was uh, occasionally stealing. We had like a one Wi-Fi package from the plan because um, Uh or for like basically five different people. We were all sharing it. Uh, Didn't work out as well as we thought it was going to because everyone wanted (laughs) the Internet. So uh, and we're all Jewish cheap people. So, um, yeah, we didn't want to pay for more. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I was able to play like once a day, basically, which I just want to reiterate how amazing this game is that I can get it all done in like, you know, 20 minutes if I want to. So if that. Um, So, yeah, did everything that I needed to every day. Did end up uh, because I was trying to make a flight and I didn't get the time quite right on my labyrinth. I ended up having to use a potion because I was quickly going through things, which I usually I think I've only used like three potions total so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I hate the fact that I had to actually use one to, to get to the final chest. <laughs> what are you yeah. hoping to do with all of them? I don't know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it, at you this just want point, to it, stockpile them. I think it's like a little bit of a trophy at this point because yeah. I know people yeah. go through them quite often and I pride myself on like not having to use them. Granted, I've slammed yeah. my head against the wall so many times that people are like,
1: dude, just <laughs> use the potion. But just just hard <laughs> gut to Hebrew like in a kiddie swimming pool, just surrounded in jurors tears. exactly (laughs) um maybe someday they'll be worth something and i'll be king of the
2: castle we'll see (laughs) (laughs) uh, that day that i told you so day i do not look forward to (laughs) exactly exactly um but yeah other than that uh i did find out why they call this game afk arena because kill Olmus before he goes god mode is too long of a name (laughs) yeah Uh, It's crazy. I'm I'm basically stuck on... I'm not stuck. I'm slowly making my way through it, like a node or two a day. But um, right now, it's... I don't have it in front of me because I'm on my alt account. But um, I think it's 2043, Mm -hmm. I want to say. So, making my way through there. And gears hold me back a little bit because I've been saving up because I'm about to get into... Twenty one, and soon after twenty one starts, I'm able to get that rare legendary gear in the store. So, I've been kind of going through with probably less quality gear than I should have right now. Okay. Uh, I got the gonna... the mythic plus gear. Myth, uh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I said rare. Mythic plus gear. Uh, whenever I hit the twenty, I think it's twenty
1: one four, right? Whenever it shows uh, up pretty much stores. pretty much chapter one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's four. I mean, once you once you break in four is pretty easy to just race straight to it. 21. But yeah, exactly. It's, uh, that's what you want ASAP. Exactly. So I have like 150
2: K uh, of guild points right now was waiting to be spent. So nice. every day, whenever that refresh happens, I'm going to be buying some rare plus gear or mythic plus gear jeez other than that yeah uh, pretty much same old same old I can't tell you what I'm on for King's Tower right now because it's not in front of me but it's definitely I want to say like 240 something like that
1: nice but yeah uh, that's that's pretty much it for me for this week what about you Awesome. Yeah. So I didn't have as big a character unlock week, obviously, because I pretty much ceased my spending, as I said, I was going to, with the exception of about an hour ago when I got an amazing pack that had 20,000 dust in it. So I was like, hmm, that's happening. So the the choo-choo train has finally finally stopped. Uh, well, look, I did hit a couple of hard walls. Um, basically, okay. obviously, the dust you know brings everything to a grinding halt. But then all of a sudden, once I got the rest of the tunes up to 200, which obviously then took my whole roster to 200 thanks to the old stone, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was able to basically punch about 20 nodes this morning and it doesn't look like I'm slowing down Oof. anytime soon. Oh, dang. So uh, at the moment, through the main campaign, I'm now into 2134.
2: Mm-hmm. But the
1: real turning point for me was exactly what Hebrew was just saying now, is that mythic gear. Like one of the reasons that I punched up quite a few, even before um, I got the 200 guys, was uh, basically I had one of the pieces of padded upgrades for mythic plus. Mm. And I just so happened to that very same day get a graveborn staff drop uh, for normal mythic. So on Shamira right now, my staff is 27.9K. Mm. Oh my God. It is insane how much damage she does. It, it kind yes. of had that feel when I equipped it of the day that you get Shimira to 161, right? Yeah. It just feels like, oh my god, God mode activated. I've typed in the secret squirrel codes, guys. That's it. So Hashtag curious, no awesome. clipping. Anyone who remembers that code from Doom about a thousand I, years ago, I actually remember that somehow. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so very good. Cool. She just becomes insane again. So um, now, finally, after the very first day that I hit it, there was one piece in my guild store, and there was one piece in my normal store. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I really need those diamonds for something else. I think I'll wait to tomorrow. Guess what hasn't shown up in stores since. Uh, <laughs> so I wouldn't, re- I wouldn't rely on that being in there every day. But I must admit, the right. second that you hit Chapter 21, I think for a brief period of time, it's going to be, yeah, save those diamonds for that gear. Because the upgrades that you get from it is mental. Yeah, I mean, that's something that, uh, like, everyone should
2: always do, just like a PSA. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever you're about to get to that next gear breach, like, get your diamonds ready, save up some, because you're going to want to get it in the lab. You know, if you get those uh, those item drops, yeah, stores, discounted prices in the lab, you want to get those, and then your uh, guild points to buy them in the stores. Very nice. Yeah.
0: It just seems like in terms of efficiency, because if you hit this wall, it sounds like you're either waiting for uh, character drops, which we know takes a long time, yes, as opposed to just buying that item, which is an immediate power uh, power spike for your characters right, at that right, point. Right. That's what I'm hearing as someone who uh, is not that point right now. So, But that power spike right. from
1: the gear is so much higher than what you would get mm-hmm. from the level up to even like a tier two ascendancy. It's just, it, it's not even close. It's yeah. definitely the mythic plus gear, especially if it's faction specific, like you are oh going from 12 yeah. K to like nearly 28 K with the bonus on the item. It's yeah. yeah. You're insane not to.
0: Yeah. When you yeah. told me that I went into the, um, like the ladder just to see our top tier person, when you do that, you can actually see what's equipped with them. And it's, it's substantial. If, If it's all faction specific, but you can also see the items they equipped, which which are the ones you're talking about. And it is Mm -hmm. massive stats. If people listening just go quickly look at it to see the difference it makes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good news is in the just over a week um, that I've been at 21, I've gotten four of those dropped just from AFK chests. So that's the really, really good news. I don't know whether it's just the luck of the Irish, so to speak, or whether that's the way it is. But yeah, I got my fourth one about uh, twenty minutes ago. I haven't allocated it yet, but um, I think it's been two agility characters, so leather, and then two of the um, intelligence characters ones. So yeah, it's it's definitely feeling like I've got more to farm now. Like I don't feel like I'm as bottlenecks, although it is still about dust. Let's face it. So yeah, definitely. To summarize, I'm at twenty one thirty four in the normal campaign, and then mm-hmm. I am on King's Tower. I'm at two four four. Very nice. Nice. Yeah, so we're getting there slowly. But look, it's a big news week, so we better move on. So, Mm -hmm. Spider, Mm -hmm. tell us what is happening in the news this week.
0: Yeah, so the patch that's going to be dropping, depending on when this releases, it's either going to be tomorrow or it might have been today. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's going to be happening. And uh, because of that, just everything we're saying right now, we're speaking in hypotheticals. Uh, We don't actually have the patch in front of us yet. Just disclaimer on all that. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, there's a new event coming. There's some new characters. There's some a little bit of reworking characters, and we'll quickly go through that. So uh, I'll start with the small stuff first. There's a lot of minor updates to like visual stuff, um, including new skins in the game, which is kind of cool for uh, yeah. characters who are legend. And they look, they look substantial, like they look cool, uh, but mm-hmm. it's a minor thing. It's all visual. Um, a little bit of optimization in terms of some interfaces that you guys might notice. Once again, minor. Going to move on. Mm-hmm. And then the big things are the hero balances and uh, two characters have reworks for their effects that we don't know yet, which are Belinda and Isabella. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're buff or nerfs, but we yeah. can go to Lucius and that is definitely, I, I perceive it as a buff in my mind.
2: It's absolutely a buff. Um,
0: the, sh- the super short version of it is when he tosses up his Blessed Shield ability. Um, it gives him some protection And it's also going to reduce the damage a little more. But then if you if you paid attention to when before this patch was there's like a short second between that and the um, his ultimate his divine shield where he gives everyone the bubble Mm -hmm. that he could be killed. And it was always frustrating just trying to go through that. And now he can chain those two things back to back. I think that's the biggest
2: important thing there. Uh, so. well yeah I mean one of the one of the biggest things and this was like memed all over the place was that with Lucius before if he got stuck on that ability like your, your ult is just sitting there waiting to go and obviously you want him to get that off as soon as possible mm-hmm. so there were so many memes of like the kid with the stick like with <laughs> Lucius and saying like do something <laughs> because nice. yeah he wasn't able to switch off but now as soon as his ult is ready it'll switch off that animation and that ability and go straight to the ult which is beautiful yeah so i can't you think, wait to have that happen. if you
0: think about why brutus is so valued it's because even though he kind of melts pretty fast mm-hmm. he gets those couple of frames of essentially invulnerability yeah in my eyes this, this is no different now it's just a different way of doing it um you know i mean you can still melt lucius where you can't melt uh brutus but it's still that nice couple seconds of uh, aoe mitigation yeah plus if you combine that with his uh his second item once again there's uh, a little bit of a debuff removal um, or true. a buff removal uh, coming off of that. Um, Very true. Yeah, but next up is, uh, I think Sophia is the next one that's notable to go yeah. over um, when she does her Kamehameha move and <laughs> throws the the Falling Sun. Um, if she died before, it wouldn't go off. Now it does. So just a little bit of extra damage coming out from a Mauler, which mm-hmm. uh, with these new characters coming out, might need a second look in terms of how viable they are late game i agree mm-hmm. you're looking at new comps now it's gonna be yep, good i agree uh virk once again got a little bit of a rework so that when he is poisoned and, uh goes out it it doesn't just sit there if a character dies it instantly goes off um to trigger and thrawn got another another little rework um i mean I've, everything else is minor there's some uh elijah and layla got her the the ultimate was sped up a little bit as well which is a big mm-hmm. deal and I think that's it. I mean, those are all the the main characters. Um, that, like I said, just just take a second to look at Belinda and Isabella and see what it looks like. We'll probably cover it next week, but
2: they might have some use right away, and um, we'll, we'll we'll dig into that more. Yeah, I will also say for uh, Tharan, um, as you mentioned, like the uh, his ult ability whenever he charges up the thing, that was so annoying whenever there was no one around him and he would just use it. So I'm really yeah. glad that now whenever he's only able to use it whenever there's targets around him within attack range, that's a big change for me because I actually use Thora in a decent bit. Yeah. So, um,
0: so with all that being said, I think the other major thing that's coming with this patch is a new event. Um, mm-hmm. And I think currently is scheduled to be released on the 22nd of August. And in order to take part in this event, it's going to be um, you need to have cleared 820. And the point of this event, it's called the Champions of Aspira. And it's basically a dust event. It's no different than the Regal Rewards, but with dust. So you're Mm -hmm. going to have to potentially pay a little bit, but you will get free dust. Yes. And it will last something like 40 days. So it's just another way to, at the end of the day, if you don't think the uh, event is worth it, you're still getting a decent amount of dust, which you're hearing everyone on this podcast saying... We're hitting that bottle cap. Yes. Um, And then if you decide to pay into the system, which is $25, um, and we can talk about if we think that's good pricing or not, you are essentially getting chests for a certain amount of time to get more dust, which I think is a big deal because that essentially scales to where you're at, which is very nice. Uh, So I guess with all that being said, I don't know. um, You get the rewards by doing Labyrinth, and you have to slay a very specific enemy called Cain, Mm-hmm. Uh so I don't know who Kane is yet or what's his deal or his or abilities how hard he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so all this you know we're hesitant about it um but all I we'll know find is that out. Rosaline's
2: coming with me <laughs> to battle
0: <laughs> 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 or maybe a kaz with uh, her poison abilities and a stun bee. if you get yep. the right things yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. um, <laughs> so we'll see we'll have more but right now this event seems like it's trying to address the dust gap which uh, which is useful
1: yeah. So, Chu, what do you think about the pricing on that and, and what you get? Yeah. So, from given the numbers that you guys were talking about before, that potentially $25 gets you another, did you say it was approximately another 20,000 dust? Um, the
2: 25 so you get 25k for free apparently you know we mm-hmm. don't know 100% these are going off the pictures that have been leaked but yep. you get 25k uh, apparently for free and then if you mm-hmm. sign up pay the $25 you end up getting uh 500 I'm sorry 5500 diamonds and then around where your level is so let's say around the cap for easy math you're going to get mm-hmm. around 25k in the 8 hour
1: chests yep. for dust so from the offers that pop up very regularly um, in Chapter Twenty Twenty One, where you're getting mm-hmm. fifteen to twenty thousand dust, um, you're looking normally at around a hundred dollars US spent. So the fact that you can get that same purchase for realistically twenty five dollars, I think, is insanely good value. Yeah, <laughs> certainly compared to the other deals that they offer. Well, if you and look at so- that bottleneck, like and how far that lurches you forward, if you if you mm-hmm. compare that to a lot of other mobile games a $25 spend for that much of an advancement, you know, uh, a Shamira from 220 to 240, or, yeah. you know, uh, like half of your, or two of your characters getting over that 200 hump or very close to it. Um, I mean, that is, that's that's a huge advancement for what realistically in this new age of, let's call them macro transactions, because that's basically what they are now. There's nothing yes, micro 100%. about them. Um, <laughs> I think that that is, that's something that I won't even hesitate to purchase.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I would just say that there's some caution to be involved because I think it's a good deal, too. And I think it's a good option. And I really like that you get the 25 from what it looks like the 25K free. So that's going to be really nice. Um, I'm interested to see what happens there. But I will say if you're new, you're not going to hit that big bottleneck of dust that we're talking about until like the late, late game. Mm -hmm. So I would hold on to those chests. Do not use them. Until way later on, whenever you have that problem and you're able to get more yeah. dust uh, per hour. So, I would definitely do that. My opinion on it. I think it's a good deal for people that are stuck in the dust and are willing to spend. If not, look at it this way you get 25K dust free. And trust me, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I mean, what about you, Spider? I'm torn
0: uh, because. When you start looking at how and like maybe it's just my point of view on this, but you have all these different offers in the late game and they're all roughly priced at $25, and they all have some type of value between the regal rewards. Now this, sometimes when you go through the faction towers, you get stuff or clear a chapter, like they're all really solid deals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you hit that point, if you pump money into the game, you hit the next, like, I guess, deal that's asking yeah. for the same amount of money. Yeah. And I kind of I was telling the guys this earlier. I don't like how, like, I'm purposely stalling on some of my faction towers because I know the next one's gonna give me a twenty five dollar deal, and mm-hmm. I don't want to like pass up that oppor- that opportunity.
1: Um, right. So, well, they're not like- they're not always twenty five dollars. Just a quick FYI too. Like, there's some, yeah, there's some really good value ones at twenty five, but the yeah. real like game changing, get ready to jump like twenty campaign nodes. They're more like a hundred.
0: Yeah, I would, I would,
1: yeah. I would not personally do that. But twenty five, like 15, 25
0: is my personal price range. Like mm-hmm. I can justify that. Yeah. So it's just it's really difficult for me right now to look at all these deals and be like, what, what do I want versus what do I need? Yeah. Like, what's the most impact? And like right now, I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty big. Yeah. Uh, right. But Parmi wants characters and all this other stuff, which is the <laughs> normal regal rewards. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thrilled with it. I'm gonna wait to see how tough Kane is.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea. Do you think it's going to be thing. harder than Riz? Yes, I think so. It's a big call if you're going to lock that much behind uh, that much of a potential gear or character bottleneck, though. That's a,
2: good point. Like, that's a good point.
1: I, I feel like this is, in a in a way, it's targeting higher level players
0: mm-hmm. because yeah. they know what we want. <laughs> and the yeah. amount
1: is oddly specific, too yeah exactly <laughs> it's like mm, that happens to be the exact amount i need to get you to yeah. 240 what the heck? exactly yeah
2: um
0: but yeah so i think it might be a little bit trickier that's that's yeah. my personal if they're targeting the higher level people this is a challenge uh especially since a lot of us at the higher level kind of cruise through lab at this point mm-hmm. uh, yeah this might be the spice that needs to be injected into it yeah i agree yeah, and then uh, this actually goes back to the earlier patch notes. There were new items added into uh, both um, Labyrinth and
2: Peaks of Time. Oh, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. That's yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I am a little afraid because it's taking you know it's expanding the pool, which means that you know you might not get things that you were getting before that are vital, mm-hmm. but also some amazing mm-hmm. new goodies might be in the works for us so
0: yeah we'll probably cycle back but i do think they're all of them tied to runestones mm-hmm. somehow and they all have some synergy with each other and that's all i know uh, okay. uh, so i'm not 100 sure how that works but we'll touch base on a future episode so
2: okay well yep. for now let's go ahead and move on to the next piece of news which is the new voyage of time is coming mm-hmm. uh so that will be pretty interesting I don't remember offhand the name of it, but I do know that it's coming fairly soon. It's coming with this patch. And I do know the rewards, which is pretty cool. Tassie is going to be in there for the chest. They're doing the, the chest again for characters. I believe it was Tassie, Skag, Thorin... No, not Thorin. Uh, Thane. And then the five scrolls. The five uh, faction scrolls. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So... I'm curious to see what happens with that. Uh, but I'm definitely going to choose Tassie because I need her bad.
1: Uh, you kind of had me at Shamira. Well, Shamira's not in there. It's, uh, I said Skeg or Stag, oh, whatever. This, I'm looking at a different thing for what you guys said before. Okay, I'm with you okay. Yes. All true here is is Shamira. That's all he hears. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's a what? What? <laughs> Something with an yeah, S yeah. and it goes to <laughs> Shamira.
2: Um, but yeah, no, Tassie, her being in there because she's so meta and so, so, so good. I highly mm-hmm. recommend picking her up. If you don't have her, if you're a newer player, get her because she's vital. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see that coming. I'm really interested to see what they do with the balance this time around. Uh, after they got so much feedback in one direction or the other. So, right. We'll see what happens with it. Cause do you think that it was even after the, the change, do you th- wish that it was harder or easier? Just simple answers. I cleared before the change. So, so would you like it to be easier than it was whenever you cleared?
0: I had a productive struggle.
2: I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I just didn't like that. The fact that I had to wait two weeks, like I was done the first day and I had to wait. Hmm. So yeah, I think we
0: cycled back that I wanted a replay value on it, but, uh, and I know, exactly. Chu. I think you, you blew through it, right? Because of the, how fast you were leveling.
1: No, not at the start. So I actually hit it when I still was using uh, Sevius or Savius, whatever you want to call him. Um, so, yeah, until I got Chimera, it was really, really tough for me, actually. Okay. So, uh, okay. yeah, well, actually, there was a few different factors. Like, obviously, I was using wrong comps. Um, you know, I didn't really understand the abilities of some people. And then, of course, you know, having to carry always 20 levels to 40 levels above everyone else, like all that sort of stuff. I just hadn't really figured out yet. So it probably was much, much, much easier to do. And then, of course, it was the luck of the items too. I remember looking the first couple of runs that I did, looking back, it was pretty garbage and a lot of bad luck. Whereas the last run was like, I don't think there is a more perfect setup than what I had at the time. (laughs) It was just all like max crit damage. We had the stun item with the lightning. There was just everything working out for me. So. Yeah, I'm looking right. forward to having a go at it as a high-level player now. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what it ends up we'll like. We'll see. But, so let's go ahead and move on to the next thing, just for the
2: sake of keeping everything moving. Um, mm-hmm. So I did actually come across, uh, interestingly enough, on Reddit, a post about basically a, a way to get um, better gear or increase, highly increase your chances to get better gear if you're stuck. Mm -hmm. And it's a nice little trick. And apparently it's been I mean, it's blowing up on the threads right now. And people are all saying, yes, this actually works. So if the game senses that you are stuck on a level Mm -hmm. and you go, you know, you do your AFK rewards, apparently it it keeps increasing the chances of you getting a mythic or whatever, you know, the the highest level gear is that you're currently on. Mm -hmm. So for me right now, mythic is the highest that I can get. So if I even just pretend, even if I'm not stuck on one, if I just pretend to be stuck on a particular node for a day or two, then I keep coming back for the AFK rewards, it'll increase my chances dramatically of pulling that red. So people are kind of abusing it a bit. I say abusing lightly because I don't see that there's a problem with it, but I also don't know how mm-hmm. much longer it might be allowed and they might plug it at some point, but um yeah so if you want to kind of just like wait if you're more patient want to wait day or two keep coming back for those afk rewards and you're going to be having a higher chance instead of flying through each node so way to to min
1: max a bit so just double checking so how do you actually trigger it? Is it by more frequent openings of the chest when you're on a node where you can't get past or is it letting it ride for a longer period of time can you clarify that
2: uh, it actually doesn't say from the post that I'm looking at doesn't specify, so I think it doesn't really matter. It's just like pretty much it's it's a lock if you wait like at some point if you keep going back for AFK rewards, mm-hmm. um, probably like a handful of times is what it looks like people are doing per day. Then you're gonna be pretty much getting a piece of gear.
1: Hmm. Okay. Good to I make so. sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these games have like a sort of a loser mechanic, if you will. So it keeps you feeling like you're getting some sort of progression because we know yeah. that keeps you engaged in the game. Exactly. And, and, and just so like you know it, that. Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to mention
2: this came from AFK guides, AFK dot guides. Uh, it wasn't my
1: find. It was theirs. So giving credit. <laughs> Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> I was going to say it kind of feel like it feeds into their business model because this is a little bit different where. Um, like we've been talking about, like they want to sort of get you by the sounds of it. This is their monetization model. They want to get you to that next threshold where a new deal comes out. And they've got that time yep. pressure of, you've only got two hours, man. This deal is tremendous. If you don't buy it, it's gone forever. So true. Yeah. So, I mean, it's quite clever by them, but I don't hate it either. Like, I mean, in a lot of other games we play, you can spend money and there's guaranteed no progress. Where this this is kind of the opposite. Yeah. It gives you so much progress. That it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got guys like Spider who I think is actually making the very, very solid choice of going, you know what? I've spent my pocket money this month. I'm going to wait on King's Tower because I know if I go to that next thing, there's going to be something I want to buy and it's <laughs> going to it's gonna shoot my game forward so much. And you're not losing progress in doing what you're doing right now either because all of your AFK Arena rewards are still coming. The only thing that you yep. wouldn't be getting, of course, is something like Mythic Plus gear if you're on 21 already. That's really the only thing. right Yeah. It's a it's a proverb, you
0: know, obviously, if you bought it right away, you get the progression right away, which mm-hmm. long term would have bigger impacts. But at this point, I just feel like I'm, I'm getting minor increases like every four or five chapters.
1: So yeah. just, I'm just going to wait. Well, that yeah, and obviously a that. divorce is significantly more expensive when your wife finds your bank statement if you did two in the one month. Right? <laughs> I, I already gave her the warning this month. <laughs> and I might
0: have overspent a little. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. She listened to the podcast.
2: She's like, God damn it, Schuberg. Uh, all right well that that's it for the news topic so i guess now we're going to go ahead and talk about the cool interesting stuff which is the characters that are going to be coming in Mm. one of them we will be doing this week and then the next one we will be doing next week so this one's going to be Antandra, Antandra. Yeah, Wait, I don't, we haven't figured out quite what. Well, I think Antandra <laughs> sounds
1: way Sexy because, like, Antandra, it sounds very more, much more exotic, if you ask me. Whereas Antandra uh, yeah. sounds too too Australian for my liking. <laughs> uh, yeah, Spider said it kind of sounds like a old like southern name, like
2: Antandra. That's it. So (laughs) over from my neck of the woods. So Nice. (laughs) um, But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about her a little bit. So let's kick it off with the lore, just a little summary of the lore. So Mm -hmm. Spider, you know that's you. (laughs) Oh,
0: you know it. Uh, Yeah, so we managed to pull it up uh, thanks to afkarena.net, And uh, basically, so she is like this, um, in Mahler society, they have these temples and they take the young. And most of the young die within the first year. They don't pass because they're not strong enough to survive their training to be these temple guards. Uh, and those who survive go into like this induction program of like, being these elite warriors, and she was one of them. And basically during this time, they like beat out like any sense of compassion, and you're just like this uh, stoic kind of type zealot for the temple. And in her case, she, during her last trial, she was out, and they, um, they kind of came upon like this youngling who was out in the desert and, like, clearly weak and dying. And all of them walked by, and she didn't. So she was like, what's wrong with you dudes? And uh, she ended up mm-hmm. taking out her captain in a one-on-one duel and killing oh, him. Yeah. Uh, she didn't kill any of the other people in her uh, in her patrol, and they all just sat and watched. And then basically all the elders, were like, get out, you're exiled. But her, her patrol that was left ended up taking care of the girl. And that girl... Then went to the temple to train, and that's that's the last thing she saw. She was like walking away from it, so she's like an exile, like this awesome warrior that was exiled and has some
2: like some sense of compassion as opposed to the other Mollers uh, normally. So. so she's like a Shaolin monk that turned away from her teachings, went rogue.
0: Yeah, you could say that. I mean, Just I don't let know. me have
2: that image of her in my mind because that's so. Cool. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, she does have the the spear and everything. Um, mm. Yeah. So, and if you look at her. Um, abilities. She kind of is about protecting people um, when you kind of take a look at this. And uh, in her lore, her main ability, uh, Fury Strike. I always want to say Furry Strike. Um, <laughs> it's, oh, it's so close. close. <laughs> uh, Fury Strike, it kind of mimics the fight that she had with her, uh, like her captain for her patrol, essentially. That's right, how they right, described right. it. So uh, pretty cool um, story with a
2: little bit of the lore tying into it. So, real quick question. Does she have any interaction with... Um the next character that's or the character that's coming with her Satrana I believe her name is Satrana so me, the names are not our strong point. my strong Santana? Boy at least. So Santana so Santana Santana yeah he's
0: yeah, gonna be uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh Santrana I haven't I
2: haven't looked at her yet so
0: um, okay all right, we'll find out next week i wasn't sure the deep dive
2: yeah i wasn't sure if there was like a lore overlap there where if they knew each other and they were releasing them at the same time nah, maybe she's... that's maybe that's the the girl that she left behind oh maybe we'll see we'll oh see. man all right <laughs> yeah. so yeah let's talk about the good stuff so chu um what do you what's your first impression of her
1: yeah, I mean, she looks like a really decent sustained tank. I mean, anything that gets in the face and through damage is going to start, you know, regening them over time um, or even in quick bursts with some of her abilities as well is looking pretty good. So I'm really looking forward to having this because, you know, at the moment, what are your other choices on that front line? You're pretty much looking at Gollus if you're going a full Maulers uh, or you're looking at uh, Warwick. So none of those two really stand up in the front line anywhere near as much as your... Uh, big Boy does, which is, of course, Brutus. So even him yeah. at the late game, though, seems to be, from what I've, a lot I've been reading and a little bit of experience, he f- he's falling off pretty hard. Like, I mean, yeah. you're, you're getting more buff you. cleansers now that I, I wonder if she ends up actually replacing Brutus. And I can't believe I'm saying those words, given that, you know, he's, he's pretty much taken me through the entire game. And now she's like, you know what? You're out. You're benched. You know, it's, it, doesn't yeah. feel, it doesn't feel good thinking about it. But I really like the kit so far. Do you want me to give you a brief rundown of each of the abilities?
2: Yeah, go ahead.
1: All right, so Fury Strike is the first ability, which is going to basically be a multi-stage attack on a target with the final blow knocking them backwards and dealing 220% damage to them. Ability raises Entandra's health restoration by 100% for 7 seconds, mm. and this ability will also prioritize the enemy marked by Mark of the Wild. Now, that Mark of the Wild ability basically attacks an enemy for damage, imprinting her mark upon them for 6 seconds, which obviously damage and time scales up over, time, over uh, level progression. And when marked, and Tantra will convert 30% of any damage the enemy receives into health. <laughs> now, that's amazing because it doesn't have to be just the damage that she's doing. So if you can prioritize yep. where Mark goes, if you can figure that out, you can just kind of use your carry to just really heal your tank, which is pretty great if you ask me. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to mention you already have. You can potentially you know have the
2: buff of the 100% from the yep. Fury Strikes on top of it. Yep.
1: Absolutely. And look at the cooldowns of that. It's obviously going to be quite important as well. So anything that's feeding yeah. a characters like this minor is going to be really, really good. So it sounds like mm-hmm. instead of sort of dropping and then getting an invulnerability shields, it kind of feels like this will proc pretty quickly. And then what will happen is she's kind of healing up as they're bursting down. It just depends. Are you fast enough to do that? So rather than have a shield like Brutus, just a different way of mitigating damage. Then we have... Right piercing assaults so after eight seconds of battle and this is kind of weird with the way they set this up so it's always eight seconds um she's gonna throw a spear at a distant enemy dealing damage to them and all other enemies that the spear penetrates she then appears in front of the target enemy and continues to assault them this ability cannot be dodged or interrupted what do you guys think about that i think that's big
2: i think that's really big um but yeah, it's after the first eight seconds of battle. So it's interesting that she's going to end up what we assume is probably dive to the back line afterwards. So she becomes that front line tank and then she's going to be displaced. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting thing that they're doing with that. And I'm curious to see. I mean, like, it looks like it's a one and done because it, if it's just after it's the first seconds. eight seconds. Yeah, Yeah. Is it every eight seconds or is it just after the
1: first eight seconds it's done? That's it. It It just just says after after. the first seconds of battle. So, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that in itself, I think you're right. It's a very interesting, probably one-time mechanic, but it's got some potential because when you think about it, if she's opening with that Fury Strike, she's going to be knocking Mm -hmm. someone back. So if you think about the physics of the way that lane is then set up, that spear is going to hit you basically whoever you're lined up with and if they're shooting mm-hmm. the furthest away character, which we don't know if that's the way it's targeting, um, right? basically, you're going to hit four people, probably. Yeah, I mean, if,
2: if it works, like in a real min-max way, where it actually is able to, to hit multiple people like that, it's going to be great. Like eight seconds, you know, only doing it once per battle or not, it's going to be great. Mm. And plus, uh, I think that this is underrated. Um, the ability cannot be dodged or interrupted. Mm-hmm. Late game, I'll tell you what, people, you oh my see God. so much CC, yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. is actually very big. So uh, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, going to be just interesting to see it in live play at end game.
0: It seems like her kit almost has two modes essentially. When you're first on, you're going to really rely on that opening burst with Mark of the Wild to sustain mm-hmm. her until she gets the eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then once she's at her eight seconds, we'll talk about her last ability in a second. But that knockdown ability, I think, is really what gives her. The most sustain out of her entire kit, yeah, actually.
2: Yes. Actually, I thought I misread that the first time. I'll let him read it in a second. But whenever I mm-hmm. first read it, I thought I misread it. Whenever it came to the health restoration part, I was like, oh, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can go ahead. Well, this is the part where obviously the diving into the back line makes sense. Because her final mm-hmm. ability knockdown. down. Uh, basically, she's going to use her spear to swipe at any enemies in her immediate vicinity, knocking them over and inflicting damage. And that scales up to 250% at max level. And then she's able to recover at max level up to 35% health for every enemy knocked down. That's insane. Which you're assuming yeah, is going to be at least health. three, which is basically a full yeah. insta-heal. Yeah. On top yeah. of all her other sustains. Oh, yeah. Which is exactly. ridiculous. Mate, as if I'm not putting her right next to Rowan at the start. Buddy. Like, she's not dying. <laughs> I knew that you were going to find a way uh, to weasel yeah. Rowan into this cop. <laughs> Wait, tell me how that doesn't make sense. I mean, it's No, no, no. It's I fully perfect. support Rowan being in the cop. Yeah, Listen, but...
0: I, I think uh, Rowan's actually an honorary mauler. He's basically a duck boy. So exactly. So, just toss him in. It's fine.
1: He's a furry enthusiast. He hasn't quite got the costume yet. He's just got a duck... <laughs> yeah, that's going to be his legendary skin, is that he evolves into Duckman, the hero of the wastes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think once you pair him up with Antandra, I think he might he might become a, a mauler. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Something might, uh, her kits,
2: it's attractive. We'll, yeah. We'll just say that. <laughs> I think that, so the, the knockdown is, I mean, you got to remember, this isn't a one or done. This is this going to happen multiple no. times from the looks yeah, of it. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that she's able to get that much back, I mean, uh, you know, what did you say, 35%, right, End game. Uh, so yeah, when you go myself? to max
1: 35 per cent per enemy hit by the aoe right and it's her max health so mm-hmm. that's great
2: uh it's it's an amazing ability you're talking about the biggest sustain that i've seen so far in a game uh, combined with you know everything else that she has for sustain uh, taking her down i'm honestly more worried for it her being in the computer's hands yeah than anything else you know what i mean that- So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I imagine that whales are going to really enjoy this character quite a bit. And it's going to breathe some much-needed life back into the uh, Mauler team. Because, yeah, right now, as you pointed out earlier, it's pretty lackluster besides Brutus.
0: Yeah, it's... uh, I mean, even not in a Mauler comp, she has a role, I feel like. Especially Mm -hmm. when you look a little bit about that Mark of the Wild. And if you can get a single-target dps and you can figure out how that mark of the wild operates and somehow line those two up that's that's a very impressive opening
1: yeah i agree for sure well the part that i'm the most curious about and i hope with future patch notes they sort of start giving us more of this is what is her signature item going to look like like yeah you know if she has some sort of like crazy scaling with like healing and damage or i don't know what the what the answer is but you know, there's so much you could do with this signature item that could really make a kit blow up even further if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah trying to. Uh, it's. It seems like that.
2: That's such a big feature now that that really does change the dynamic of each character mm-hmm. quite a bit, especially for the end game. Um, it can really make or break a character. I've seen some pretty phenomenal switches on what's meta and what's not because of those items. So. Uh, i'm glad that they did that but yeah at the same time it i'm very interested to see
1: what it comes out being for her for her item absolutely but that's one of the beautiful things about it now for the end game is that there is so much that you can swap in and swap out but with a limited currency that you do get through uh obviously the signature items it's going to be a long time so you don't want to make a mistake and just test something out at the moment until that income stream starts to increase yeah yeah i agree if you were to kind of like spitball some theory crafting
0: comps to go around to her like a support or like someone to line up with her off the top of your heads what Where
2: are you guys thinking uh well i already know that she was thinking
1: rowan yep <laughs> which which is legit i mean that's that's a very good idea well um, yes yes and no like at the start yes because it gets her going but remember she's gonna jump away from the uh potions cart So for the Mm -hmm. second half of the fight, it's very likely that she won't really get any benefits from him in that sense. However, if she does dive the back line and he starts throwing coins around her, it does increase the chances of getting a stun off.
2: Yeah. And honestly, like if there's one thing that I'm not worried about, and this is maybe super ignorant to say at this point, but uh, like I'm not too concerned about her sustaining. Granted, it's going to depend on what enemies you're going against, but... I've never seen so much sustain on a champion before, so I'm really not too concerned about her sustaining through something. I have a feeling her damage is going to be it's going to be low. Otherwise, I feel like yeah. she's going to be super broken. Be mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see about that. But uh, I think that fitting her with I mean honestly, like fitting her with a Mauler's comp would actually be pretty nice here. And I'm doing this more so just because I, I really like the idea of actually being able to form a true Mauler's comp again. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that fitting her with a Namisu, and then a, I think, I think Sophia is a kind of dark horse in this game. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably put Namisu, Sophia, Brutus, uh, a, a Tandra. Wait, is that, is that her name? I already forgot. I a Tandra. Tandra. on There we go. <laughs> and then probably a Virk. I think that actually would okay. have a pretty mean comp there. Interesting so yeah I'm, I'm i'm wondering if uh Kasos
0: has a role to play with her uh with the life leech just to mm-hmm. it depends on if she does have a lower attack and we are finding she has some sustain issues that life mm-hmm. leech might be really important to tip her over the edge and then i'm wondering if another person to kind of just get up in the front line um is uh warwick because he also has a similar mechanic where he has, like, a delayed dive in. But once he's going, yeah. like, I think the two of them in combo diving in could just totally... It would be funny to see just see That's all this, like, displacement all of a sudden with an entire comp with those two just diving
2: at the same time. With, yeah, I mean, with that comp that I said, I don't know if I'd want to work because he would pull champions closer to my backline, which I don't want. Because mm-hmm. my backline... In that comp that I gave, my backlines very fragile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But they'd be dishing out a bunch of damage. But Warwick has surprised me recently. Mm-hmm. He is actually quite a monster. Granted, it's I've seen him more so in the hands of the AI. But I've also seen him a lot in the uh, Champions Arena. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah the big, big-time big PvP arena that I'll never be in in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him a lot in there, and he's actually pretty mean. So I'm I'm pretty interested to see what he would do in that comp, too. So have you seen Warwick
1: and Catasuls' signature items? I have not looked at them. Oh my Kassos god. Casos is bruh. so dirty. Yeah, Casos is, is dirty. Insane. Really? He throws the he throws the axes, but then he has a, a higher chance as you get further oh, and further. Right. He catches it and immediately throws them again. That's yeah. Right. Your screen
0: that. looks like an NBA game oh, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden. I mean, he's just dunking on everyone left and right. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's, that's great. It. And he just yells Kobe just before he does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen very closely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he's yelling in the air. Kobe! <laughs> But uh, Warwick is nothing to sneeze at either. So, yeah, I remember reading this a little while ago. It's nuts. So um, the basic, before you get anything into it, he basically is going to, um, whatever he does, Carnal Rage, um, he's going to recover 3% health over 15 seconds. But when you go a little bit further, at max level, uh, what are you going to happen is his Carnal Rage buff is going to stack every two seconds, Right. Once the effects mm-hmm. can no longer be stacked, his attack rating will be increased by an additional 0.7% per second, oh, right? And on Ooh. top of that, he is streaming in 5% of his max health every second. Oh, God. Like, so once that train gets running, oh, my God, now mm-hmm. he just becomes an unstoppable machine. Like, you need to shut him down early or it is going to be over or He's going to run through you. Yep. You know what?
0: I wonder if you put him in the back line then with uh exactly. Sathia, who gives the defense buff uh-huh. for that mm-hmm. first have her eight seconds, that might be enough to really get him going. That's a good. And point. You combine that with everything else, also, and you just have these Maulers just rushing forward yeah. after the first couple seconds the of battle. The sound
1: of this is a very scary team I know. coming
0: at you. <laughs> I mean, this is all theory, yeah, and it sounds awesome in theory. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever yeah. get
1: like deliberately want to line like a Warwick up against an Arden just so she deliberately I, he deliberately slows him down <laughs> in the back line to give him time to just come right. in and just punch holes <laughs> through things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's all sorts of madness I think you're going to be able to do with this new team. And I think that, yeah, Mauls are about to get real hot up in her. But I yeah. think you're going to see that, yeah, by all accounts reading this, I think Brutus's time may be getting close to done as the primary sort of uh, tank carry. Yeah, it certainly does seem like he
2: has that kind of fall off. When, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't say it because I'm just not there, but I'm seeing it as well as you are from what it seems like he gets hit immediately Mm -hmm. and he gets brought down to nothing. So his immunity starts very quickly at the beginning. And then there are so many cleanses now they're getting more and more prominent with incoming characters Mm -hmm. that yeah, it's getting a little troublesome. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. I mean, especially with next week's character, because we haven't
0: really looked at that. So it'll be interesting after we actually see how these characters play out, uh, what the reality is, especially when we look at uh, Santrana and what she does. Yeah. Carlos.
1: Carlos, sorry. <laughs> Carlos.
2: <laughs> so I, I assume we'll, we'll go ahead and get to the other character, like I mentioned, next week. That way we'll have a little something. And also, we have time to experiment with those characters. We will also be putting out uh, a video on each one of the characters once we have them in our hands. And mm-hmm. we're going to be putting that on our YouTube at youtube.com forward slash ANR. So make sure to check that out if you want. One's going to be from Chu, one's going to be from me. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. And um, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. I'm assuming you guys are done with that character for now, right? Yeah, I just want to play yeah, it. Set I just want to play it now, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but let's go yeah. ahead and just move on to this this last thing, which is just the community part. Which you know, every week, as we mentioned before, the uh, there's a suggestion thread in the official AFK Arena Discord, and the devs respond to the ten highest voted um, suggestions. So we like to take you know one to three or so of the highest uh, voted ones that are most interesting. Mm-hmm. And this week, there was really only one of, like, big note that I'd like to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane, do you want to go ahead and take this one? or?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing this for the first time, so you just okay. sent it to me. So uh, if you want me to just wing it, I can, I can do that.
2: Wing it. Let's see it.
0: <laughs> Let's see it. Okay, uh, so the suggestion is they want to see a multiplayer dungeon feature mm-hmm. that basically you would uh, work with a friend or your guild. Mm-hmm. and within that um, dungeon there would potentially be like a boss fight and each player would help out in some way and give relevant rewards um, and it's, it seems like it's intended to be random if, if I'm understanding this correctly mm-hmm. and then once you stumble upon it you would invite people to it right. uh, and you know uh, basically the feedback was that's a good idea mm-hmm. um, they're looking for multiplayer guild features um, and they keep shelving them for different reasons uh so it's just you know it sounds cool i would like that
2: yeah so from yeah from what they said they said that it's a good idea and that they actually had plans to do something like that already um but they shelved it for particular reasons as you said but you know they do want to do that that's something that they want to do in the future so I'm really excited by the aspect of doing that because one thing that I always go back to this one game, which is such a great game, which is called Naruto Blazing, mm-hmm. which had a multi- live multiplayer aspect to it, which I loved because I love being able to just like play around this game with my like, you know, IRL friends or my friends online or whatever, and just actually do something together live in the moment, mm-hmm. um, that interaction. And so the idea of that coming into this game really, really excites me. What are your? Do you guys think that would be a good thing or a bad thing? Or do you think it flies in the face of the whole AFK aspect of this?
1: Um, I think, I mean, it all depends on how they set it up. Like, I mean, if there's any kind of time limit and you're just in a different time zone to the rest of your alliance, then, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, there could be potential issues in that sense. But for the Mm -hmm. most part, I like the idea. I mean, anything that gets some interactivity with your guild and your friends, um, I think that's probably something in this game, to an extent, is missing a little bit um, to really be more engaging
0: yeah my my fear would be the balance of i would like if everyone in the guild could participate if it's just a handful of people um i fear all sudden that you're potentially putting in a system that might create more of a gap Mm -hmm. like depending on how it's balanced like let's say chu was to have a boss like and only three or four people could participate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he wouldn't necessarily want some of the lower people participating in some way because then all of a sudden it's potentially like you know hampering his own rewards Mm -hmm so i, I kind of would want to see that it keeps it if it's guild based that everyone could participate in some way and no matter what you participate as long as it's completed everyone mm-hmm. gets some type of reward
2: based off of their current level so it doesn't increase mm-hmm. the gap right that makes sense let me ask you this this totally is a random thought that just popped in my brain mm-hmm. but it's something that i still <laughs> love from this game to date mm-hmm. that i haven't really seen replicated in in other games um You guys have all played Diablo Lord of Destruction, right? Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, you haven't, Shane? No, I spent way too many hours playing that game. Okay, good. Um, We're all in the same boat, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So do you remember the the Annie drops from the random spawn Diablos? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. what if they did something like that in this game where it was like anyone in your guild could come across like that random, it kind of goes alongside of this, can come across this random super rare thing. Mm -hmm. And then your whole guild can try to get it on it and take hits on it. Mm -hmm. Would that be okay or would you see that as like overpowered
1: because it's random and not all, you know, a guild isn't guaranteed to see it? Um. I mean, I like ideas of that. So, I mean, I, I always mm-hmm. love the idea of, let's say you did have someone really high level that, uh, you know, was taking on some sort of unique challenge. I'd always love to see some kind of a like Marvel versus Capcom 2 kind of thing where basically you can choose like a hero and you could be like a, a high level character, you could be a low level player, and then you basically pick mm-hmm. one of your characters and then you kind of watch their video, but your character in the background is building up an alt bar then you can kind of mm-hmm. pop in and help your guildy, you know, <laughs> pump something out. Oh, that's cool. On top of it. I'd love to see something like that. That'd be awesome. That'd actually be pretty cool. I actually <laughs> like that idea. Because then all all your alliance members can come in and do a little bit, you know, even the little guys. If it's just like an ultimate, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to come in with Atarzia and just sleep some of the backline for you. Awesome. Yep. That's, that's rad, you know?
0: Yeah, I could see that being awesome, especially if. It was just one character, <laughs> so even low-level characters or low-level players would have to start identifying in a weird way what characters, no matter what level they are, bring a very tangible benefit to the game, like a you know mm-hmm. like a tassie. Oh, absolutely, I mean, tassies amazing. And you could game.
1: strategize too, like you could have some of your mates on board, chat yeah. and say, "All right, boys, we're going to go in after the really really big guy today. I'm going to need three of you to bring in forks, like, and I'll let you know you're going to be cleansed number one, you're going to be cleansed number two. Like it's almost like old school wow where you're like timing your tranks and stuff like that where you're saying All right, I need you to do it at this time you're number one you're number two you're number three um, like this so there's a lot of who's stuff who's
0: the Leroy Jenkins
1: well it's, it's probably <laughs> well, going to be I reckon it be a <laughs> dice <laughs> sorry a, a coin flip for either me or Hebrew I reckon yeah, I would probably bet you're right. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, no, that's
2: actually really good. I, you know what? I think we just, I think we solved this problem. I think that would be amazing. Totally, uh, arm trade I'm actually going directly
1: to us, Frankly
2: right yeah uh, i'm actually i am gonna actually suggest that in the suggestion thread this week and uh, so anyone listening right now go upvote that so we can get some dev feedback on that one directly because that's a really good idea i like that yeah and i'll gladly um, take
1: diamonds as royalty guys it's fine like just uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to them about that yeah um but yeah okay so i
2: think that's pretty much it for the community part so i'll go ahead and pass it back to you two
1: yeah, so I mean, uh, it's it's a hell of a week for news. Like, I'm really excited by a lot of these. I'm looking forward to hitting Voyage again for sure. Both the new brawlers mm-hmm. look amazing. So I think we're really heading in a good direction. Um, obviously, now it's just about getting our hands on these characters. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you had to flip a coin at this stage, boys, who are you looking forward to the most? Our Flameweaver new friend that's coming next week or Antandra, who's going to be here this week? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would have to say Entendre just because I think she fills a
2: uh, hole in the Mauler mm-hmm. team right now. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I think Sophia still, because the other one's a mage, if I remember correctly. And mm-hmm. uh, she like Sophia's already there. She does actually do a lot of damage if she's played appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's kind of already there. So I would bank more on Entendre. On I'd put her on my wish list over the other one. How about that?
0: yeah
1: what about you shane uh
0: i i personally really appreciate uh like whenever i play a moba or any type of game like that wow uh i always play um tanks and i really like bruisers in particular Mm -hmm. so she definitely if her damage is high enough uh definitely fits that um that archetype i like and uh i kind of like her backstory too i mean i just like the compassionate warrior type uh archetype so i'm
1: all about that excellent (laughs) <laughs> is that just a just a ronin character that's what you want it's the old samurai ronin that's exactly what I want <laughs> wandering in the desert exactly uh-huh. alright so that's pretty much what about you uh, I think at the moment it is going to be Untandra for sure just because uh, yeah <laughs> well, I see a well. lot of benefits there and anything you can do to kind of keep them focused away from the back line that's further away from my Shamira which is exactly where they need to be so <laughs> there's a lot I like about this um, we're just gotta keep your baby safe yeah. I mean, I can see like more characters being introduced with like heal block style ability soon to counter characters like this. Yeah. It's just the way these games work. Like you get a sustained meta and then you're going to get, you know, some sort of like heal block meta and then that creates the a cleanse meta. meta and then you're like, yeah, exactly. It just goes full circle. So that relates yep. to more, you know, theory crafting necessity down the track for arena matchups or, uh, you know, the big comp matchups. Because you're like, oh, man, this guy's going to do this. He's going to be very debuff heavy. I'm going to need to roll with this instead. There's a lot of really cool things that come from that. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I really like it. All right. So, we're getting towards the end of the show. And that means shameless plug time. So, uh, Spider Guy 22 is there anything you would like to plug before we start to wrap up?
0: Uh, As always, the League of Extraordinary Dicemen. It's getting good. The past two episodes we recorded were great. If you really like Mauler stuff uh <laughs> stay tuned for the future
1: all right fantastic i love that one. so just for people that don't know what that is what is the league of extraordinary dice button?
0: oh yeah sorry i'm an idiot uh it's a D 5e podcast uh with myself as the dm and uh these two wonderful gentlemen also in the campaign and another uh a&r member uh garrett also known as jangles also participating and uh if you like uh, f- uh fury or f- sorry oh my god Furies, furries mm-hmm. furries under yeah. gotten in my head uh <laughs> We have Jazar, a Slice of Bread, who is a kitten, so um, he is a very smooth-talking cat. That's
2: single
1: and looking to mingle, so.
0: Yeah, that's right. I look forward to seeing <laughs> the
1: overtly sexual furry um, porn that evolves from his character going forward now.
0: Oh my god, what's going to be? Because you? Yeah, you, uh, you know
1: the guy going to love that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's going to hang it up on his wall, <laughs> or probably even creepier, on his ceiling.
0: I can already see it. He's like <laughs> looking out over a ledge, just peeing out on something with a thumbs up and like this like little devilish wink.
1: Oh exactly. God. Exactly. So much pee. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are gonna listen to have to figure out what that means. Very good. I know. Yeah. All right, Mr. Hebrew Hammer, what about yourself? uh so
2: everyone do not forget to check out porn and politics which is our social commentary podcast um i'm blanking on oh we have no safe words that's our that's our tag i mm-hmm. blinked on the tag of our show um so yeah by that meaning just nothing's um off limits to talk about so we talk about everything and anything and that's on releases every saturday so make sure to check that out you can find it anywhere
1: where you can find any kind of podcast Absolutely. And obviously, if you want to see the full range of our podcasts and shows, make sure you head on over to AlternateReality.com. Make sure everyone keeps an eye out on Alternate Reality's YouTube page as well, because there will be a lot of AFK Arena videos coming out every single week. Uh, If you want to support this show, one of the best things you can do to help us right now, if you did enjoy your time and you think we're worth a five-star review, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Where we can, we'll try and read out some of those on air just to show a little bit of love back to you guys that help us because obviously the further up the charts we go, the more people that are going to find this podcast. And hey, share it with your Discord. Share it with a friend. You got someone new to the game? Make sure you let them know that Alternate Reality and AFK Anonymous is where they're going to get all the hot tips and furry goodness. So, <laughs> Spider Guy Twenty Two, thanks for your time this week. Yeah, thanks. I'll see you guys next week. And Mister Hebrew Hammer, thank you, mate. Uh, no worries. Can't wait to come back. All right. So again, I'm in Chewburger Eighty Four. We'll see you guys next week. But until then, remember: all praise be to Lord Drief.